Mama. I'm Gosha Scarrot, and this is the Firestarter Mom podcast, the show where we feature inspiring conversations with Firestarter moms and experts on motherhood identity shift, finding our inner firebug, and feeling adequate and empowered as moms and women. Welcome. Have you returned to work after maternity leave? only to feel completely disconnected from what used to be an exciting and meaningful career? Maybe you are wondering, what is purpose anyway? Is it just an overrated word? Or perhaps something that deeply resonates with you today, especially in the context of motherhood, business or career? If you are curious about exploring this topic and gaining clarity on reconnecting with your purpose, then this episode is for you. Join me today as I speak with Tamzin Williamson, a transformational life and mindset coach for parents, mindfulness teacher and a mom of two. Tamzin empowers ambitious but unfulfilled moms to rediscover their passion, purpose and potential so they can create more balanced and aligned lives that harmonize with parenthood. In this episode, Tamzin shares her own journey of rediscovering identity and purpose after becoming a mom. She delves into common challenges faced by moms seeking to find themselves and provides powerful strategies to start rediscovering purpose in our lives. Prepare to be enlightened, refreshed and inspired by this insightful conversation. It's time to start building clarity around the purpose and rediscovering what truly creates meaning in your life as a mom. Let's get started. Hello, Tanzin. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, lovely to have you here. You are a life and mindset coach for moms, mom of two. Am I right? (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Yes. And uh, I thought it would be wonderful to talk today, um, of course, about your journey, but uh, also about purpose, which for some uh, can seem like a big word, but we will definitely translate it into what practically really means that purpose Mm -hmm. and and, uh, how we can reconnect with it. But first off, how are you feeling today? <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm having a very busy week. I'm doing quite a lot of juggling this week. Yeah. Um, it was half term last week from school. So, yes. uh, so yeah, I'm sort of, you know, come off the back of a very nice week with my kids, but also... Lots going on, lots to fit into yeah. my week, <laughs> but yeah, in yeah. a good way. <laughs> we mom have to juggle a lot in between, obviously, business, mothering, some meetings, house stuff. Yeah, a lot. All, the, stuff, a lot all of the balls. <laughs> cool. So now we have opportunity to have some good conversation. So let's let's do it. Let's dive. And my first question, you probably have listened to some of my other episodes and you know that it will be about your transition into motherhood. Um, I'm very, very curious about that, that transition, that change. So can you tell us a little bit about who you were before you become a mom? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as you said, I'm a mom of two. I have got a, uh, how old are they? I've got an eight-year-old girl, eight-year-old daughter, and I've got a little boy who's nearly six. 
Um, and at the time that I uh, first became a mum, when I had my my daughter, um, I was working in the marketing and events industry. Uh, I was working in an agency, very fast paced career, very sort of demanding role. And and I think probably before I became a parent, I'd started falling out of love maybe with with my career and and the and the work that I was doing um but after I had my daughter and I'd been on maternity leave I came back to work and yeah the the falling out of love became <laughs> very uh acute it became very very obvious to me um and I felt a real disconnect with the work that I was doing with my passion it felt that my kind of day-to-day work life felt very incompatible with my life as a parent. Um, and I tried really, really hard to kind of come back to work and, you know, be the same person that I had been before having kids and to try and make it all work. But it really, it, it felt really, really difficult. And I felt there was this massive internal conflict between kind of who I had become or who I was becoming as a new mother and the person that maybe I had been before kids or who my colleagues or my employers thought that I should should be or, or expected me to be. So I went through a bit of a, I suppose, a bit of an identity crisis, really. Um, and it suddenly became so very important to me that I was doing something that mattered, that that time that I was spending away from my kids, that I was spending, you know, doing me and doing my own independent thing, that it was going to make me happier, that I wasn't going to be kind of anxious and worried and self-conscious and exhausted all the time, and that I would find somehow something that was going to feel like it brought out the best in me rather than the kind of really exhausted stressed out version of me that came home um that came home every day um so yeah that that kind of happened but then I had another baby as I was kind of figuring it all out and I had my son um so I had some more time to think things through and to figure it out and when I went back to work after having my son I think I went back with a really different attitude. I went back sort of really determined to do things differently, determined to kind of go back and actually take back a bit of control over the direction that my life was heading and and just, you know, want, wanting to come back and do it, do it different this time around. Um, and I had some coaching, which was an amazing, enlightening experience. Um, it really helped me to kind of, figure out what mattered to me, what I wanted, who I was. And I think after having had my son, I felt much more comfortable, certainly in my role as a mother. Um, And so it was about actually being able to take that self-awareness and that self-knowledge and think, well, actually, how do I want this to fit in with my life and with my future? each and moving forwards so when you uh, were back at work working in uh, marketing I mean I'm talking about the time after giving birth and then you mm. came back to career that time really fascinates me because I found myself also disconnected from what I was doing before and I think initially I would just jump onto that autopilot doing exactly the same so doing business and webinars and things like that but something was internally happening 
almost like waking up to different kind of sense of me, but also my energy. And I wonder how you, when you reflect on that time, what do you really think happened inside that shift? I think the things that mattered to me had just changed. Mm. You know, I think I think this huge life-changing event had happened. You know, this whole new little human had come into my world who needed me, who I was responsible for, who, who you know, and, and I was learning so much. You know, when we become mums, we're it's the biggest, I really believe it's the biggest learning journey like we're ever gonna go go through. And we're really taken out of our comfort zone and we're challenged and we're our sort of resilience and our energy is stretched in such a new and intense way. And then when you're asked to then take all of that and put it back into a a context that is very, very different to how it was previously, I think sometimes the pieces of the puzzle just don't fit necessarily in the way that they used to and and I think as mums we can really like we can be really hard on ourselves and we can sort of say oh it's because you know I'm I'm not doing a good enough job or you know I'm it's because I had a child and now I'm not I'm not able to do this job anymore you know we can really kind of be very self-critical but actually I think it is a really really difficult uh, kind of marriage to bring together this new massively shifted sense of identity and to try and kind of fit it back into a life where being a mother just wasn't part of the equation at the time. Yeah, it's so true. I think um, we can just look at this that, okay, there is my previous job or previous business, for example, and I, uh, after becoming mum, I come back to it as if I didn't become a mum. And I think when we genuinely look at ourselves holistically, I think that you you bring to work your entire self, not just your professional identity self. I think when we kind of start to understand that, how profound that change is, and we bring entire change in our heart and mind to it, then yeah, it's uh, because it's just incredible. I see, I see it, I hear it every single time that whatever you were doing before becoming mom, suddenly you do not connect to it. And Mm -hmm. it just makes sense to me. My question now is, what does it feel like to you to be a mom? It is the most wonderful and challenging job, (laughs) I think, I've ever done and I probably will ever do. Um, You know, I think it feels like the biggest privilege to be a parent and I feel very very lucky to have my two kids and you know they're hilarious they're big characters they keep me entertained they're they're just such great kids and I'm so proud of them but oh my gosh do they drive me crazy at the same time and you know I think there is this constant conflict between loving them so much and also how much they stretch you, mm-hmm. how much they really kind of force you to stretch yourself, to sort of test your resilience, to take you out of your comfort zone, to learn so many new things, often the hardest way possible. Um, so, you know, I I am so, you know, and, and, and my kids and, you know, the fact that I now, as a job, 
you know, I am doing, I'm a life coach Mm -hmm. for mums. I work with, with mums to support them through their experience of parenthood. And like, I would never be doing that if I hadn't become a parent myself, if I hadn't had that experience of parenthood. And, you know, the fact that I found such a purposeful and fulfilling career off the back of my experience of becoming a parent myself, it just shows kind of what an amazing journey it has been but yeah it's not all (laughs) unicorns and rainbows by any by any stretch but it's it's an amazing experience that I definitely would never ever change yeah brilliant so I wonder uh, when we talk about uh, concept of purpose or like uh, inner fire can you tell me how, how do you reflect on how that sense of purpose or that sense of what sets you on fire has changed since becoming mum. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's funny because when I think about what my sense of purpose was before having kids, I find it really hard to connect with what it was. You know, I don't know if I ever really thought about it particularly deeply. You know, it wasn't something that I'd been invited to think about by anybody you know I didn't I didn't necessarily talk about it with friends or I I don't know it just it it, maybe maybe that's that kind of pre-kids life it feels quite kind of blurry now but I I do feel that my pre-kids life I don't really know what my sense of purpose was but what I do know is that after I had my kids I got a very very strong sense of what wasn't feeling right and what didn't feel aligned in my life, you know, that kind of inner conflict that that I talked about, it became so very clear. And suddenly, you know, having kids, the choices that I was making for myself, it felt so much more important that those choices were meaningful, that those choices were fulfilling. Um, and it it felt so much more important for me to figure that stuff out. So I I feel like you know, it was almost there was so much riding on the decisions that I was making in my life and the example that I was setting for my kids. It all felt so much more important. So purpose became much, it, it, it's, it sort of moved up much higher on the agenda after I had my kids. Yeah, how, um, do you, how do you define purpose? So I think the thing with purpose, um, as I think you said at the beginning of the conversation, I think it can feel quite overwhelming as a word. It can feel quite abstract. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the word purpose, it, it kind of has gravitas, you know, it, it can feel very sort of grand in lots of ways. And, and actually, I try really hard. I I do use the word purpose and I use it in my content and with my clients, but I also really try to kind of break it down for people because I genuinely believe that we all have a sense of purpose running, running through us. And there will be clues dotted throughout our lives, pointing us towards what our purpose is, you know, which have, have come from all the way through our lives. We just might not necessarily be consciously aware of it. So my definition ultimately of what purpose is, it is about getting clearer about who you really are on the inside, what really matters and is meaningful for you on your inside, and then expressing that 
by showing up in the world in an intentional way that feels good to you, that feels like you, you know. So it is really about finding that inner fire that you talked about, you know, that meaningful drive, the the key ingredients that make up who you are and being able to then express that in the way that you show up in the world. Right. Uh, How does it look like in your client's life? Can you give us some examples? I think when you feel connected to your purpose, Mm -hmm. you feel energized and you feel inspired and excited by life you know and and you do things because you because you know why they matter you do things because there is a genuine motivation behind why you make certain choices and and i think for for lots of people i think when we talk about um you know when people sort of say oh so what's your purpose in life if somebody asked you that question i think very often we can connect with very sort of tangible aspirational things. So we could say, some people might say, oh, it's because I want to make money or I want to make a difference in the world or I want to I want to help people. But actually that stuff isn't your purpose. Those are ways of living out your purpose. And your purpose is actually why those things matter to you. So it's the kind of cause or the meaning that sits behind those desires. And when you understand that why, when you can really connect with the why behind the things that you want, it means that you can have that determination. It means that you can go and get the things that you want with so much more intention and energy energy and motivation it can really help you to kind of keep on striving for the things that you want even when things feel difficult even when you come up against challenges or roadblocks if you feel a sense of purpose it kind of gives you that resilience and that drive to keep on going because you know that it's worth it because you know that It's ultimately what you're meant to be doing. Yeah. So from what you are saying, purpose is um, almost like growing on our values. And as we all know, those values change. And so our purpose also change, isn't it? Is that the truth? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And And I think that bit around sort of purpose sounding so grand and so sort of overwhelming, I think it's really, really important to remember that your purpose doesn't have to be for life you know it can change and evolve over time as life happens as we mature as our circumstances change so it's not necessarily about sort of defining what your life's purpose is and then having to say well that's it whatever I decide is for life but it is about being able to look at where you are now what your circumstances are and being able to connect with the meaningful driver behind the choices that you make yeah absolutely and purpose like let's say you have a dream it's almost like north so you go towards it but it's not necessarily like oh I, I need to achieve it it's just about the that moving force isn't it mm. uh, and I think like purpose um it is really based on what let's say what we in a moment think that we is in our heart, that dream in our heart, that that driving force. So when you, what I'm interested in, when you work with your clients, moms, what do they 
discover about themselves um, and, and that purpose. Because, you know, uh, in motherhood, we are very often overwhelmed. We, our light is a bit dimmed by, by the chaos and demands of motherhood. We often lose touch with ourselves and we don't have enough of mental, emotional space to even go deep and understand and listen to our heart. And yes, so in your work, I wonder how um, those moms and what sort of realizations they have through that work with you. Mm. What you said is so true, because I think we so often amidst, especially amidst the, sort of the intensity of motherhood, we don't even have the headspace easily accessible to us to think about this stuff. You know, sometimes we might sort of consider thinking about it and then we just think, oh my gosh, it feels too much. I don't have the headspace. I don't have the time. Like, you know, it, and it, it's, it's, it's like work that I really believe you need to be invited to do it sometimes. Like, I think it's something to really carve out space for. I think it's really important to say that first of all. And, and when I work with my clients, you know, we create that space together and it's not a space where I expect them to know the answers. You know, this is, it's an exploration of their lives, of their sense of identity, of their passions and drivers that I invite them to get curious about. It's a creative process because there are no right or wrong answers in this. And I think that's the other thing that's so important to remember when we're doing this work. Like nobody's purpose is better than anybody else's. There's no right or wrong answer when it comes to discovering this. It's actually about just creating space to connect with yourself. And so the work that I do with my clients, it I do kind of particularly when it comes to purpose, I often use visualization to um, help my clients sort of tap into their subconscious mind. So um, I'm a trained mindfulness teacher, I'm a trained mindfulness teacher as well. And um, and I find that taking mums, particularly who have been kind of quite overstimulated or overwhelmed to this place where they can get a bit more grounded, where they can kind of calm, calm their minds and just connect with themselves a bit more. Actually, by taking them on a process of, of visualization, what it allows is some of the, the thoughts and the ideas and the feelings and the kind of inspiration that might be sitting really kind of buried in the back of their minds. It allows it to start coming to the forefront. It allows them, it sort of gives them permission to think about and to connect with some of the parts of themselves that have been buried really deep inside them. It allows it to start coming up to the surface and to start realizing. What are they able to change in, in life? Like if you give us some sort of like examples, what your clients discovered through that process? Did they find new business ideas? Did they like what? What? How do they define how moms, your clients, define what what is happening for them? Because I think the reason I'm asking is that there are so many moms uh, I speak to, I know, um, and I am also really on that journey of constant like uh, self exploration and really understanding, especially early motherhood uh, mm. in the first few years. Uh, but actually, really, it goes from face to face. Let's be honest. Uh, and there is always present time for us to rediscover, to change direction, to connect to that fire, 
uh, and so on. Yes, as life goes. So I wonder what what do they discover? Because you um, have discovered that purpose, that mission, that mission that you are doing right now with moms. Mm-hmm. What, maybe before we move on to mom, can you tell us what was for you the spark? How did you know that this is what you want to do? Yeah. yeah, yeah, in your work. Mm-hmm. So the way that I connected with my sense of purpose, yes. like it didn't just hit me like a lightning bolt you know it wasn't like I was just struck with inspiration and I just knew all the answers you know it was it was a process of following my curiosity it was a process of gathering up insights and really kind of thinking about those key ingredients that I mentioned before I was you know as I said I worked with a coach and 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 that process of me being able to connect with the experiences that I'd had in my life um, that had really impacted me or inspired me to think about the things that I really enjoyed doing, to think about the experiences that made me feel energized or inspired or really kind of in flow or like myself connecting with all of these different moments and experiences that I'd had in my life and that I was also able to identify in the present you know what really lights me up Mm -hmm. what are the what are the things that make me feel really passionate or driven or motivated and and I was really kind of invited to start pulling out all of these different ingredients from within me and the more that I was able to kind of identify what those really important components were that made me feel really fired up and alive the more I was able to kind of start making sense of them to kind of start trying things out experimenting following some of the clues that came up you know and one of the things that really um, came through very strongly for me was around being able to develop and support and mentor people like that was something that I I really felt a strong connection to and I felt really excited about and actually the experience of having coaching it really ignited something in me even though I was on the receiving end the exchange that I was going through with my coach and and that whole experience of sort of sharing and guiding and collaborating it inspired me to a point where I sort of thought, oh, like, what if I could feel this feeling more often? You know, what what could that look like? And, and so I really followed those breadcrumb trails. You know, I, I kind of followed the curiosity and the clues. And that inspired me to explore doing a coaching qualification. And even when I did my coaching qualification, I didn't know 100% that I was then going to start a business and become a life coach professionally but I thought hmm you know there's something in this I'm going to follow those clues and it developed and it developed and and I feel you know I'm still developing of course I'm still work in progress now I'm still kind of my my sense of purpose is getting stronger and clearer and more defined every day even three and a half years into running my own business now and I'm sure that that will continue to evolve as well but I suppose what I do is follow the clues and stay open to possibility. And I think the combination of those two things, you know, it really gives you that freedom and that flexibility to 
sort of stay in tune with yourself, but also to kind of, yeah, just to see where life can take you, knowing that you're always going to be sort of acting in integrity and 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 being and, and taking aligned action. Yeah. So when you work with your clients, what are they, for example, discovering about their purpose? So my clients they discover all sorts of different things. And very often, you know, it will depend what the challenge is that they're looking for. Mm. So, you know, if so a let's client... Say, um, do you have any clients who are looking to find a next chapter in life uh, beyond motherhood? Because, the, yeah, it's all about finding that purpose beyond parenting. Uh, we seek often that sense of identity beyond because we know deep inside that we are more than mm. mothers, parents, and we just want something for our soul. And w- when you work with your clients, do you help them achieve some sort of like a career change as a, as a sense of purpose? Like, I just wonder what do they take away and what they can do then in life with mm. those insights? Yeah, so a lot of um, work around purpose does lead to some kind of career change. Mm. You know, if somebody is feeling really stuck or unfulfilled, actually reconnecting with what feels meaningful and purposeful for them, it can really open them up to new avenues that they might want to explore. They might discover certain passions or areas of interest where they think, oh, okay, you know, actually, this could be a really interesting avenue for me to look into. Um, It might inspire them to start a business, you know, they might through through kind of connecting with their sense of purpose, they might come up with, you know, a, a particular subject matter or a particular type of work where they feel this really strong drive and motivation and connection. And that might then inspire them to start a business, for example. But also beyond professional life, like reconnecting with your sense of purpose, it can just influence the day-to-day choices that you make. It can impact the way that you choose to bring up your children. It could impact the the friends that you choose to spend your time with or the ways in which you invest in your mental health or self-care. It allows you to take action in all parts of your life with so much more intention because you're not just sort of going through life, going through the motions sort of mindlessly, you're actually being able to make much more mindful choices that feel like you. And that can have a ripple effect across all parts of your life. So, you know, yes, sometimes reconnecting with your purpose can support you to make some really informed decisions in the big areas of your life. But actually on a day to day basis, it can really support you to back yourself and to back your choices and to feel like you're really living life as your most authentic self. And why it may be difficult to reconnect with our purpose, with what sets us on fire? I think you know, particularly as a parent, we have so much going on in our lives, you know, our, our lives are busy, and intense. And I think sometimes that kind of mental load, the the mental clutter that sort of swims around our heads all the time, I think it can often really um, 
make it very hard to see what is truly meaningful for ourselves um, clearly enough. Um, and I think particularly when it comes to parenthood, you know, comparison to each other is a huge kind of problem that so many so many people generally experience but also as mothers you know we're constantly bombarded with different people's opinions different ways of doing things certain people telling us you know this is the right way or the wrong way of doing things and it can sometimes then make it really difficult to connect with what actually is true and authentic and meaningful for ourselves. You know, there is so much noise out there to distract us from actually owning our own truth. So I think um, definitely that can really get in the way. Yeah, just wonder if you can share some um, tips, maybe some questions um, that we can ask ourselves Mm -hmm. to start to clear through that mental fog and start to see the path through the trees? Mm, That's a great question. Um, And there are, there are some really powerful questions that we can ask ourselves that can be really, really insightful. Um, And a great way of like answering these questions, just as an aside, it can be through journaling you know some of these questions doing a bit of writing and just getting out of your head the things that are swimming around the ideas and the thoughts it can feel so much clearer when you can actually see the answers written down in front of you or just talking saying it out loud which can feel quite vulnerable at times especially when we're talking about our sort of deepest most precious thoughts and feelings But, you know, almost not just thinking about the answers to these questions, but actually being able to externalize them. That can be a really great way of building clarity. But the types of questions that might be really useful to ask ourselves are, when are you at your best? Thinking about when in your life are you at your best? When do you feel most alive or energized or in flow? Thinking back to your life before kids, It doesn't just have to be now in the present. You know, it's really kind of thinking back to those moments in time in your past where you felt that you were absolutely at your optimum self. And I suppose, again, another thing to think about is what the highlights were from your life so far. What were the kind of the best moments that you can identify from your life? What made them great and what role did you play? And again, by being able to connect with some of those big, meaningful highlight moments that happened in your past, there can be so many clues buried in there about the things that are really going to kind of fire you up and drive you. And one kind of last question that I think is really important for us to ask ourselves is what are we doing in our lives? that feels meaningful or purposeful already Mm -hmm. because I think when we are trying to kind of connect with our sense of purpose we very often feel this need to like find something different to who we are already or to kind of 
as I said, sort of be struck down by this lightning bolt. But so often there is really meaningful stuff happening right under under our noses in our day to day life. And so it's really important as much as sort of looking for clues in the past or kind of thinking about the aspirational ideas or visions for the future to actually come back and say, well, actually, what feels purposeful for me already? What am I doing already that feels meaningful? Because very often we won't have to kind of dramatically change everything in order to live our life purposefully actually it might just be about kind of shining a light on what's going on already and then being able to kind of build on that and celebrate that and do more with it yeah I think with purpose the same like um, I think with passion again big word not everyone resonates with Mm -hmm. it and I think it is uh, the same kind of line of thought that you actually connect with your purpose by doing things and then maybe you develop or you uh, awaken that purpose through the action and the same I think with passion very often is not about clarifying this up from then and, and then and then doing something uh, but actually starting doing and then injecting passion and and motivation as you go along yeah so it's not only one one way one or another. So I think what you are saying, like finding purpose or purposes, little purposes mm. in everyday things. So you say that we can find small, um, meaningful, purposeful things in a daily life. What could that be, for example, for you? What do you find in everyday life meaningful? In in motherhood, I think, mm-hmm. you know, the, the time that we might spend with our children you know, I am a big believer in quality, not quantity. I don't believe that by spending every hour of the day with my children, that that makes me a great mum. I feel much more purposeful in the way that I show up for my kids when we get to spend really kind of quality periods of time together, doing the things that we all enjoy, you know, really giving each other our undivided attention in that moment, being present with each other in that moment, for example. And whether that happens once a week or once a day, it's going to, you know, everybody's sense of like, what's meaningful for them will be different. And it doesn't make anybody a better or a worse mom. But the important thing is that you can go in, spend that time with your kids and do it in a, in a meaningful way that feels good to you. So, you know, certainly from a kind of parenthood perspective, that makes a big difference to me. And I also think when it comes to things like self-care, I think we can do things sometimes because we feel we should you know, some people will like, like take themselves off for a run because they feel that, you know, that's what they should be doing. And and actually they might really not enjoy that experience at all. So again, when it comes to kind of showing up for yourself and and, and, and life feeling more meaningful, I think it's so important that we really kind of carve out those windows of time to honor ourselves in the way that feels really meaningful to us as individuals and that really serves a need for example so I love yoga like Mm. yoga is one of these things that whatever else I kind of try out and experiment with I always come back to yoga because what it does is it makes me feel 
alive. It makes me feel connected to myself. It feels like the most wonderful way for me to spend half an hour, an hour of my time. I come back on the other side and I am a much nicer person. I am a much more patient mum. I feel much nicer version of myself for myself. Mm. And for me, that is me taking like purposeful action in my day-to-day life because it's a choice that, you know, I never will, I will never ever regret going and doing a yoga class Mm. ever. And the kind of the impact that it has on sort of my wider life and those other priorities in my life, that means that it has a kind of ripple effect from that point as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what, the more I talk with my uh, lovely guests, the more I explore it and, and see it even by myself, I really see that in motherhood, that power of micro moments and like you say, small acts of self-care, a bit of time, a bit more kindness in your mind. And, and all those small things, I think that really is something that we often didn't see before becoming mom. It was more about some like big goals or, I don't know, in motherhood, I have the impression that those small things become big and um, impact in, in value and, and they carry the purpose in themselves. Uh, in a way. I must say that my, my discovery was that I'm trying to do fairly regular journaling. Sometimes it's easier, sometimes not. But whenever I look back, I most of the time I see that things that really lights me up or that things that I am really grateful for is uh, around my daughter. Like me, like being grateful, for example, for giving time or being present with her or having some like little play or fun. And this is something that I swear I didn't see before that this is this is the main thing I am grateful for because I would see previously b- before journaling, I would see more uh, uh, this of a burden that, oh gosh, it drags and is boring and is that and is, you know, mundane. But I think journaling is really powerful tool uh, to, like you said before, to really kind of see life for what it is because mm-hmm. what, what you write, you kind of then see that almost like enabled me to be more mindful, more mindful rather than thinking that, oh my God, where, where, when this will end or when will I finally have time for myself? Yeah, it, it really changed for me, I must say. So I think purpose with uh, finding that fire is so much about enabling ourselves to journal a bit, to to see those thoughts and then see what, yeah, what we actually are writing there because uh, it can absolutely be very healing and uh, transformative even. That's my experience. Just wonder if there is an other kind of um, piece of advice, wisdom, that uh, you would like to maybe share with our listeners when it comes to discovering, helping them connect back with the sense of purpose and fulfillment. I think the important thing is to show yourself compassion when you're doing Mm. this work. I think it's really important not to make this into a stressful task where you put pressure on yourself to find the answer or to get it right. And where if you feel that for whatever reason, the thoughts aren't coming clearly to you, that you give yourself that time and that space to let the ideas, the thoughts, the feelings kind of marinate, you know, because it is an ongoing process of evolution connecting with your purpose. And actually very often by taking small steps 
in a direction that feel good to you, very often those small steps will inspire you and open up your mind to new ways of doing things or to that it might make it clear what the next step along is. So mm-hmm. I think really being kind of showing patience and compassion to yourself as you go through this process, knowing it's not a race, knowing there's no like end, end finish line that you need to get to, but actually rather it's mm-hmm. it's a life, it's a life's work and it's mm-hmm. a process of following curiosity and a process of exploration you know this is your own kind of exploration um that you get to go on and yeah you get to do it at your own pace and in your own time so enjoy it I think is like the big takeaway here it's like this is really fun playful imaginative work that you get to do where you're like the starring role in this story and you don't want to rush that you want to just be able to flow with it and enjoy the process so yeah mm-hmm. something that just came to me how would you finish sentence living a life with purpose is living as your true self mm-hmm. yeah i think it's it's living life mm-hmm. as you not trying to be anybody else, not trying to mimic or imitate or show up for anyone else. It's about living life truly and authentically as you. Yeah, I have this um, challenge for all listeners. If you can open your journal and write, living life on purpose is living dot dot dot. See what comes up to you. Yeah, see what comes up to you your very own truth definitely Mm. um yeah (laughs) final question I absolutely love asking my guests because I feel that there is some powerful message in us that inner voice that is worth Mm. bringing to the world and sharing with the world to change the world and no better platform for that than TEDx conference which I absolutely love um so my question is around that if you were invited to speak on the red circle <laughs> you have 20 minutes and one important idea worth sharing with the world what would that be oh gosh what a question <laughs> yeah <laughs> why parenthood is the biggest enabler mm, very empowering yeah You know, I think so often there are so many people out there who become parents and they believe that they need to sacrifice so much that they need to kind of settle for less or sort of, yeah, let go of their dreams and aspirations. But actually, I passionately believe that parenthood has the power to create the completely opposite effect to that. And I feel that I've experienced that myself as well as kind of inspired so many of my clients to do the same thing. So I think, yeah, I would do something on those along those lines to help change that narrative and to educate people about actually why it is the biggest, empower, most empowering privilege and platform becoming a parent to really springboard people into really exciting aspirational places for themselves that's wonderfully empowering message thank you for this yeah and i wonder where if you can share where our listeners can find you what are you up to yeah of course so uh where can you find me so 
um, the best place to check check out what I'm what I do and to sort of hear me uh, talking about all sorts of things is on Instagram. Um, so you can find me there. I am at the Parenthood Coach. And actually, um, I've ha- recently run a workshop that is called Live Your Life on Purpose. And it is um, a, a workshop. It's a 75 minute workshop where I guide I will guide you through that process of connecting with your sense of purpose. And um, it's for sale on my website. So you can head to um, theparenthoodcoach.co.uk um, and you'll find it for sale in the store section. So that would be a really great way for you to get a flavor for how I work and to also start doing some of that initial work to um, connect with your own sense of purpose. Yeah, lovely. Pamsin, thank you so much for this lovely conversation very empowering and insightful i appreciate that thank you so much for having me i've really enjoyed talking to you yeah wonderful thank you and yeah all the best in your journey of empowering moms thank you so much and you too thank you (laughs) thank you so much for joining me mama if you enjoyed this episode i would love for you to leave me a review and subscribe to be notified when the next episode drops if you would like to connect with me you can find me over at Instagram where my handle is at firestartamum. Looking forward to see you back here soon for the next chat. Bye for now.